This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Good Thursday afternoon to you. Thanks for joining us here on our Open Lines, Open Ideas program, and we hope you'll join us in, in, a, in a very verbal way. And Give us a call, 360-676-5464. Tell us what's on your mind, and uh, we'll have at it, have a discussion. A polite and respectful conversation. That's what we specialize in here at uh, KGMI Connect. So don't be don't be nervous. <laughs> Nobody's going to yell at you or call you names or anything like that. That's not what we do around here. That doesn't mean we'll always agree, that's for sure. But uh, and I, before we get to our callers here, just wanted to touch on this: the Supreme Court, U.S. Supreme Court, has said that Florida cannot enforce its anti-drag law. Now, Florida claims that this law is necessary to protect the children from indecent, sexualized performances. But doesn't Florida already have indecency laws on the books? I would, I would expect. And it seems that a law that bans uh, drag shows in in places where children might encounter them, it seems that that's a pretty pretty strict um, re- restriction, I should say, I guess, on uh, free speech, isn't it, or expression? Uh, it just seems to me uh, an unconstitutional uh, step. But um, what caught me in this story, what caught my eye in this story, uh, was the governor, Ron DeSantis, uh, saying... As the world goes mad, Florida represents a refuge of sanity and a citadel of normalcy. That was in a statement from the governor. But then that prompted me to just uh, go to a website, uh, floridaman.com. And uh, that's full of uh, well, and interesting and entertaining uh, news stories about uh, different Florida man uh, episodes. And one... Florida man with all gas, no brakes, neck tattoo, crashes while fleeing police. Uh, Florida man robs CVS, demands all bottles of Viagra or I'll shoot. Let's see. Um, Florida man breaks into home, sucks on sleeping man's toes. Florida man drinks two liters of vodka, burns down house, baking cookies on George Foreman grill. Florida man beat up by the Easter Bunny. Florida man tries to shoot puppy. Puppy shoots him instead. Now, just a sample of uh, what you'll find on uh, the FloridaMan.com website. Uh, so, I guess I would dispute the governor's statement that, as the world goes mad, Florida represents a refuge of sanity and a citadel of normalcy. All right, I just wanted to make that that little point. That pointless point, uh, but uh, all right, hold, got to hold these politicians, um, you know, hold their words up to uh, the light of day and examine them a bit. But uh, what are your thoughts here on this Thursday afternoon? 360-676-5464. That's what our show is all about, what you're thinking about. And let's uh, go to Jim in Bellingham. I know I made you wait forever yesterday and I think the day before, Jim. So you get to start us off today. Okay. Well, I uh, thanks for uh, letting me on. Okay. I think your uh, recitation of problems in Florida is quite apropos of what I've mentioned before. Michael Parenti, the great Michael Parenti, who's still with us, but sort of incapacitated, but okay. he's at his job passing the baton on to the rest of us if we choose to take it. Uh, he, uh, the myth, myth of capitalism, that's one of his videos I've mentioned. And according to what you're just saying, describing the dystopia we're thinking deeper and deeper into, uh, was a quote he received off the uh, Internet, and he generally agreed. He read it at the end of his program. He said, what an incomprehensible, insane world we live in until I realized that uh, the world is governed, uh, led by rapacious, money-mad sociopaths, then it all made sense. And uh, so I think we're kind of in that regard, but I'll say before, it's no cause for giving up. It's cause for continuing the struggle. 
And I think the strikes that you hear uh, in Starbucks are hopefully without injury to uh, employees, and, and I guess employers do, if you want to be nice, uh, that that's a generally a good thing. But we have a whole host of problems. And, of course, I will mention that uh, significant majorities of uh, people in our country in the polls do not want either Trump or Biden. They've had it with them. And what they want in place, they may not know. But one thing I will ask uh, or mention to you and your audience before I go, uh, Noam Chomsky has always promoted this. You know, and I've had my differences, uh, little differences with all of my. I still think he's a great man. I w- I'm inclined to believe him even when I do have differences, but we'll let those go by the wayside. But he is talking about an end to the master-servant relationship that was ruining our economy and our ecology, the earth. We need to be able to be live amongst each, each other as equals and not these uh, uh, intolerant, uh, totalitarian systems of domination that the corporate structure is. So uh is a great man. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, though— um... You know, oh, you know this—the uh, inequality we see in uh, in a capitalist system. I mean, in a totalitarian system. That I mean, we see those all the time in in other economic systems. Uh, it isn't it maybe more a symptom because there hasn't been a sim- uh, system that's been established where there hasn't been a hierarchy and and an elite that um, oversees the the teeming masses. And at, I don't know that uh, uh, there's an economic system that would establish that. That uh, uh, well, he's, he's giving a suggestion. Uh, it, it depends on how many people are able to think for themselves and to move away from these systems. And so I've uh, defended. I'm not going to bring up you know what I usually hear. You don't like me about Stalin. And I said to the, you then, I <laughs> I don't know if he was good or bad because Noam Chomsky doesn't agree with him, but Noam Chomsky would agree with me that there probably were reasons why not having a bunch of hippies in charge in 1936 when they knew for sure that Hitler was going to move east against them. And, and Norman Finkelstein is another great example of a video of his I watched just recently made, and he was saying how you know some of our protests that we have, we, we can't go through with it because if there's not enough people that can notice it and take advantage and support us, they'll just grind right over you and kill you. So I, I think that Noam Chomsky is definitely right in, in his analysis and what he wants to have, but we have to take uh, care as to be uh, aware of the situation as it unfolds and the right things to do, which I don't have all the answers to, but enlightening people and suggesting things, I think, is, is a good place to start. And so I'm not arguing with your your. Uh, bringing it up and bringing up these topics, I think it it's uh, obviously fodder for thought and discussion. And um, because you know the, the the environment isn't getting any better as long as we maintain these uh, systems of oppression, uh, you know. And I could say, well, I'm better off, you know. Then, but that doesn't really work too well. That if you only use your own self or a small group and say we're doing better under, and you know, but Trump is the big hero as far as the economy. But there's still uh, the economy has been getting worse and worse, as Noam Chomsky says. He pointed out in 1991, you can watch that Gore Vidal and he Ron. He says the whole social and economic catastrophe that is unfolding before us, and and uh, what is it? Things are going quite poorly for the average guy. Says Gore Vidal. This is back in 1991. What's changed? We're still capitalists. We fight against it, and we have to keep fighting. But you know, it has well, got deterior- deterioration has been steady, in my opinion. Things could be much better that you're right. I mean, our, our system is hardly perfect, but I think you have to admit, and I mean, uh, that I think workers in this country are doing a heck of a lot better than they are in most other countries. I mean, why is so much manufacturing shipped off? And we still have manufacturing here in the United States. We're one of the top manufacturing, if not the top manufacturer in the world. But uh, so much manufacturing is has has gone off to well, a single party communist country like China and other other and countries. And also Indonesia, capitalist well, Indonesia, they pay seventeen cents an hour. Right, I, I, young worker, kids and they sell work, the tennis shoes right. for two hundred dollars. Well, two hundred dollars is the money that you pay after they pay seventeen cents 
to an Indonesian teenager. Right. Well, but who's who? Who ulti- ultimately who's exploiting those workers? It's uh, you know, Nike. I mean, okay, but not the not the working class. The working class. But I mean, squat. But their but their government uh, isn't doing anything to look out for them. It's not standing up and they? saying, Nike, you've got to pay our people, you know, a decent wage. They don't care. I mean, you're right. And, I mean, and, you know, we're talking about a system, you know. I mean, yes, we're an empire, not a republic. We're we're feeding the tax dollars we pay goes, and Michael Pernie says this over and over. It goes to the uh, wealthy people that suppress their populations, and it goes into our defense budget, which maintains okay. the well, supremacy I, of our order nation uh, worldwide. Okay, you know? Jim. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I, you gave no, me no, plenty it, of time. I'll I'll uh, keep no, talking I pre- when I think I have something important to say. All right, you bet. Well, thanks con- for letting me on. You absolutely. We'll continue our conversation, but I think you know we have to, uh, sure. Uh, you can say Nike exploits workers, but there's nobody that's standing up for those workers in those countries. They could say Nike instead. Of, you know, you have to pay uh, the uh, United States minimum wage. If I mean talking about uh, the governments of these countries where they're shoes are made or where Apple phones are made or what have you. Uh, but nobody in those countries is standing up for those workers and saying this is, or, or passing laws that you have to pay our workers. Obviously they want the the revenue that comes from these corporations there. And so is it just, uh, you know, is it just a, a round and round a cycle that, um, that uh, oppress, you know, oppressive cycle, uh, I'm asking rhetorically, but let's go to Cindy in Ferndale. Hi, Cindy. Are you there? Hi, yeah, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, hey Joe. Um, I'm glad that you have this show because I feel like anybody can call in with a grievance or, you know, if we have. But anyway, last week uh, you had Rich on, and Rich brought up the whole deal with the adjudication of water. Uh Uh-huh. for people in private wells, and and your closing statement with him was, you just hate government. Well, and you know, okay. Okay. well, um, what I'm saying is, we living in the county, we got exorbitant taxes. We're having a hard time making the paying these taxes, and we see the inefficiency in our county government today. Example, I was. They're, they're cleaning the ditches on Aldrich Road. When I came at 9 o'clock in the morning, four guys were standing there. Two and a half hours later, I come by. There's six guys standing there, and I stopped. And I said, do you guys work for the county? Yes, we do. I worked in a grocery store. Nobody, I'd be out the door fired. I don't know if they worked in between, but I feel like I'm their boss. I'm paying you 30 dollars an hour. You know, and and I want to know if there's somebody monitoring this. Uh, why can the private sector do things so much cheaper and efficiently when they put a new drain in Linden, a new ditch culvert up there on the guide? They were done in one weekend, and I know a private company did it. So I'm just saying, I go to the the, the courthouse. I got the runaround to try to get into open space to try to get our taxes dropped a couple hundred dollars. And I had to go back the fourth time somebody was there. One time they were gone on lunch. One time they went for a walk. Then, oh, this is commercial. Then the lady tells me it's going to take two years at least, and you have to pay 250 to apply. Okay. And I said, why? Oh, because we have to adjust the taxes if you're going to get. You know, it's... You know, first we had, now we have drain fields, which we pay dearly to keep up, but now they have to be inspected. Now, if you have a private well, we pay for our own water, we pay for our pump. Now you have to be monitored. We have to go to court. I just think people do not hate the government, but they're disgusted. They're fed up with the inefficiency and the over-control and and I think if people don't speak up, in in Europe, you cannot sell a cow or cut a tree down in your yard without a permit. Is that where we're hmm. going? I mean, it's homeowners well, care about these things. Well, I, we're not I, wasting water. 
Well, I uh, I understand that, and and you know my 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 discussion with Rich. I'll I just want you to know he and I have been discussing the these issues for for years, and so we I kind know, of I have a every day. oh okay, so we kind of have a relationship going, and and I might make an offhand comment to Rich that that, and I don't mean to discount your concerns or his either or anybody's, and because but do you, I think but do you realize it, a large part I, of, I've had, of landowners feel this way. My brothers own a dairy. Mm-hmm. They they have a drone go over them, and there's a cow two, 20 feet too close to a ditch, well, and they get get a letter. I mean, come on, is this they, this I, is I, I, okay? Well, I, I you know. I guess the fact is, and I'm not defending all all government or everything that government does or says government are uh, thinking that government is the answer to everything, but we are, you know, we're, our population continues to grow, our effect on the environment and our effect on our neighbors, our effect on our whole community in, increases as our numbers grow. And I think we have I, to I manage that. that. And I, that's that's my whole point with with the water adjudication I mean, we we our county continues to grow, and it will continue to grow. And more people are going to come and want need to use water, or more people are going to be born here and need to use water. And to it makes sense to me that we take stock of what is actually available and what will be available in the future, and and understand how it's being allocated and how it's being used. And I don't want. I, I understand that, and I okay. and I think the. Most of the population, we're good stewards of our land. Right. We're just given this for a short time. But I think that a lot more, there's a lot more people out there like myself who do not trust government. Everybody that gets into office comes out. How many, how many millions of dollars richer? You know, it, mm. is it any wonder people don't trust government? But not local you know, government. You know, we hear I mean, about if... the Supreme Court has to, has to, you know, can't take, this benefit and that benefit. I mean, everything seems to the average Joe like it's corrupt and we're being overmanaged all right. and, and overtaxed and we're paying for it all. Well, I mean, I'm... sometimes I go to Bellingham and I see these homeless people and I thought, I think, you got more rights than we do. I, I If I went and sat in a motor home along a street, do you think I'd get a ticket? You know I would. And so I just, I think that you got to realize that these people that most people are working hard to pay their taxes and to be good citizens. We do not hate the government, but we have an awful lot to be upset about. Okay. And and, right. and I wish sometime you would get a, a county road department guy on so we could ask him questions. Okay. I mean, who who are they accountable to? Well, I think it's and, not, uh, we're the boss. We're uh, paying uh, for this. All right, I think that's I think that's that's fair and to have them on. I appreciate your call, Cindy. And and I have to admit, I when I was uh in college, I worked a couple of summers at a, the county highway department, not here in a whole other state where I grew up. And um and my dad used to tell me, well, he told me this this joke one time. He said uh and once again, I'm not not disparaging our local county workers. Uh, and and I was a worker of the for the county at the time, but my dad said, uh, that, you know, the old joke was, um, you know, what the uh, county crew did when they got out to the work site and realized they forgot their shovels. They leaned on each other. We'll take a quick break and be back with more. We got uh, Rich on the line, Dan and Robert, and hopefully you here on KGMI Connects. Back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO at Barron Heating, AC Electrical, and Plumbing. We are grateful to have served you for over 50 years. As a thank you for choosing Barron, we're giving back through our Barron Furnace Fund this holiday season. Thanks to you, our team is thrilled to be able to give a furnace to three families in need of heat this winter. Here at Barron, we know the importance of keeping your home safe, warm, and comfortable. The Furnace Fund will provide proper heat for a family that would otherwise go without. So as the weather gets cold, help us eliminate one more worry for those in need by giving the warmth of a furnace. If you know a family that can benefit from this gift, we want to hear about it. Visit barronheating.com for details and to recommend a deserving family now through November 30th. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. 
Ready to upgrade your comfort system? For a limited time, Barron is offering a free water heater with the purchase of a new heating and cooling system. Don't wait. Call Barron for details today. My daughter, she's six years old now. Well, soon to be. She's 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 a go get 'em and she has a she's a boss lady. I have her operating some of her little businesses, candy business, and she loves it. Daddy, daddy, um, let's go to work. Let's go see if we need to fill up the machines with candy and let's collect my money because I want to go to Disneyland. <laughs> Beautiful. I love that little girl. I like her heart. She'll come in and she'll offer lunch to the employees and then she'll come to me and be like, hey, dad, need your credit card. <laughs> you know what? It's something that I would do myself, so I have no problem. Here's the credit card, honey. Go buy the, the sales guy some lunch, and that's what she does. She comes in here, and she pretends she owns the place, and matter of fact, she does. But it's fun. It's fun to see her develop her leadership at an early age. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Bellingham Nissan, part of the Cortez Auto Group. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And we go right to Dan in Linden. Hi, Dan. Hey, Rich. Or this is Joe. Are you there, Dan? Uh, hey, can you hear me? I got gotcha. you. Yeah, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, I just wanted to uh, touch up on the comment about uh, Nike and uh, slavery. Okay. Um, you mentioned, you know, the, the job of the government to make sure that their people weren't in these slavery conditions. But I kind of noticed that the side effect of kind of liberal democratic um, way of taxing the rich and uh, anti-establishment, um, that's, that's a side effect is uh, world slavery, because as soon as you chase away a corporation's bottom line, like let's say doing business in America with high taxes, then they go somewhere else where they could achieve their bottom line, like South America or Malaysia, where they could take advantage of these people. So... As we try to do stuff like tax the rich, all we're really doing is increasing world poverty and slavery by having these businesses do their business elsewhere than the U.S. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Okay. All right. I, it sounds like you're you're kind of an advocate of like the, the, the trickle-down economic theory. Like, Not exactly. I just think there's there's going to be a repercussion if we get zero tax or worker benefits off a corporation doing business in America. You know, we get none of their funds. And so if if they're not there, they're not going to be spending money here either. So that's, that's all. All right. Okay, Very Dan. Good. Thanks for your call. Uh, let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hey, Rich. How's it going, Joe? All right. All right. Some thoughts on Washington man, huh? Oh, yeah, that website sounded like a leftist thing to make Florida look bad. But I'm sure all those things happen in every state. There's weird people everywhere, right? Yeah, I don't know. There seems to be an abundance in Florida. but uh... Well, it depends if the things get reported on here and more reported on there. So, But anyway, it's, it's nice to hear new callers. And Cindy, I know her, I think, and she's a florist, hardworking lady. So this water adjudication, Joe, it's everything they state on the ecology website. There's nothing wrong with that. Quantifying, learning, sure there's enough. That's all fine. But the major problem is the way they're going to do it through the courts. Now, if you go to court and you have a trial and it's over in a year, no big deal. But this is going to take at least a decade or more. And people, citizens, are going to be named as defendants in a court case where the Department of Ecology is suing you. So they don't say that right on the DOE website because it sounds kind of onerous, right? Hey, we're going to sue all these people for this great purpose. So that is the trouble, is the method by which they're going to do this. It's not necessary to sue all these people. They can study water. They can do all these things. Heck, the legislature can pass laws saying you need to put meters on your wells or you need to do this or do that. Why doesn't the legislature do that? Why did they let the boogeyman DOE? Because the DOE is not elected. That's why they're letting them do it. Because these are things that legislatures would never get reelected for if they've made them into law. So they let these unelected people do their dirty work. So 
that's the problem is how they're going to do it. And if a lawsuit takes decades, that is just un-American and unfair. I mean, to some, your uncertainty, there's, I've been researching this water rights thing. Look, people who have water rights prior to 1967, you don't have to use it or lose it. It's pretty hard and fast. It's considered good. But that will now become in jeopardy only in Whatcom County. They're, they're only suing or planning to sue, let's say, 80-some percent of Whatcom County. They're not doing this in other counties, but they might do it in other counties if they succeed. But just the fact that it's going to take decades, I mean, that's horrible. That's well, you know what, I, I think I, I'm going to try to get somebody from Ecology on to talk about this, and because uh, it's obviously an, an important issue to a lot of people here in the county. And and the the cursory reading I've done about it on uh, on Ecology's website, and you can go there and see what they're how they present this. But um, is that uh, these are you know we're one of the first counties that, uh, as I understand, they're going to go yeah. pretty much pretty much um, cover the whole state. So I don't know if the the ten years or what whatever the period that you're talking about, if that encompasses the entire program and as it progresses to other counties, but, uh, but we'll, well see. Well, in Yakima, but it I took think... 40 years in Yakima. They did this already in Yakima starting in like the 1980s, and it finally finished a few years ago, and that was only surface water, not including groundwater. So we do have an example of adjudication that has happened in this state, and that, to me, 40 years, I mean, that's that's crony baloney, you know. Okay. Well, I think, yeah, it, I think it'd be good to get someone on to talk about this and really sure, explain Sure, the caller is... Yeah. Callers would love to ask questions. Yeah, okay, we'll do it. All right. Thanks, Rich. Have a good day, Joe. You too. And we've, we'll take a quick break. We're very quick. We'll be back in two minutes, and uh, we'll hear from another Rich. we got Lou on the line, Robert, and hopefully you too here on KG Mike X. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. The holidays are a special time, a time to gather with loved ones and celebrate, a time to embrace familial traditions, and let's be honest, to eat way too much amazing food. This Thanksgiving, the Archer Ale House is inviting you to begin a new tradition. Skip the kitchen, avoid the dishes, and let them do the work for you. The day starts at 10 a.m. with a proper Irish breakfast, serving till 2 p.m. Then it's an all-you-can-eat Thanksgiving buffet for only $35. Succulent turkey, mashed potatoes with thick, savory gravy, all your favorite traditional sides and yes there will be pie the archer alehouse offers over 100 different whiskeys rotating taps and craft cocktails galore so relax order a drink challenge your obnoxious uncle to a board game or simply enjoy all three football games reminder seattle kicks off at 5 20 against san francisco the archer alehouse is 21 plus so no kids table for you this year this thanksgiving enjoy everything you love about the holidays at the archer alehouse 10th and harris in fairhaven What a game changer. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on this Thursday afternoon. Let's go to Robert in Bellingham. Hi, Robert. Hello. Yeah, I got a couple of things. I, uh, there's a lot of talk about workers with low wages overseas, and part of the blame for that would be the American consumer. Like, I think we, we just have to look at ourselves in the mirror. You know, people will blame the government or they'll blame corporations, and they're all part of the problem, but we keep forgetting that, that the average consumer wants lower prices, and it's like water seeks the path of least resistance, so the market will take it that way. Okay. And then another thing is that people complain about the government in the in the county with a water 
and the uh, septic tanks and all of that. Well, part of the problem, like you say, is population growth. I think this county is a particularly uh, unique county for that because it's growing rather fast, and much of it is kind of the urban-rural fringe, and that's a difficult to deal with because if you want efficiency, you live in a dense city where you can put in a sewer pipe cheap, but trying to run the sewer pipes all throughout a spread-out neighborhood in the county, it's easier to do the septic tanks, but when you get too many of them, then you've got to change the rules, and maybe, you know, if it takes 40 years to adjudicate it there's something wrong there but but mm-hmm. it's about part of it's a function of population growing and and, and spread out and planning that isn't that good because it's kind of sprawls and everything yeah, uh, yeah. well and, and and you know i mean too uh when it comes to the environment things like like it doesn't take many failing septic systems to cause a big problem and and so most people, like our caller and and others, are are very responsible. Would take care of their system, and make sure it's running properly. They don't want a mess, but there are those just the the few outliers, and that's what programs like this. It's like when you go to the airport. Yeah, nobody is has anything in their shoes, nefarious, but you know. Just in case some one person does, okay, we got to take our shoes off and do that whole that whole song and dance as we go through security. It's yeah, that's it's a, unfortunate. A good point. But I, 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 we're all we we do the 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 many suffer for the misdeeds of the few, as uh, as you know. But uh, and then I got another thought about drag uh, drag shows. I think okay. drag shows. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of drag shows, and, you know, so a lot of them are very, well, they're responsible and all of that. It isn't necessarily, it's different from the obscenity situation, the laws there that are already on the books, like you say. But uh, my one of my thoughts is I think a drag performer is 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 something I would prefer to see to some another connotation of the word drag, which I think is more negative, which relates to the Florida man idea, and that is drag. You heard of the drag racing and the drag strips where people drive around the block you know like teenagers used to do that a lot here Uh in bellingham back in the 80s there used to be a drive-in called herpes and there were all these cars that would just go around and around and steal the wheels and you know and it was yeah uh, that's a different kind of a drag drag race but all right robert well thanks for your call i got other folks i want to give a chance to and we're running short on time let's go to rich in in Bellingham. Hi, Rich. Hi, Joe. I was just uh, hoping to share a proposal to facilitate a more ec- economic uh, government. Okay. Um, and so basically facilitating and helping, but um, taking a third of Congress, for example, and uh, or a third party and taking a third of Congress and call them like the Efficiency Congress give them the opportunity to work within their means by taking sections of our economy to show that it can not only be done, but can be an example for how to live carefully and properly pay the bills and live within their means. So they would have to live uh, in kind of a a sort of a... (laughs) Like uh, Spartan kind of a living, or you know, live, have no, a little... it, it, it would be something that they would try out. Uh-huh. I don't know oh, okay. if it would work or not, but anything that you propose, you need to facilitate to help, and you can't just leave people out on the end of a branch and expect them to do everything. I mean, it takes it takes effort and it takes people helping, and but at the same time. A third party, I mean, we have Democrats, Republicans, but if you can just slow your government for a second Mm -hmm. and let an opportunity for a third party to try just maybe a small section of our economy to where they can uh, try to do things like a a normal business does Mm. and, you know, I, I know that they can show by example because most 
business people, they do that every day. Uh-huh. And if if they can do it, you know, the government can do it. Um, and it needs support, you know, ground roots su- support, but it can be done. And maybe it's not all of government, but it could be a section. Uh-huh. And by doing it, they can show, you know, and the more people see that, the more they'll support it. Okay. All right, Rich. I appreciate your thoughts. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh, and I, I guess I, uh, well, because government doesn't really function the way a business does. And I know that doesn't sound right to, to most folks. Or, and it doesn't function the same as a, the way a family does. Uh, to a degree, I guess, it, it's more family-like than business-like because it's, its function is not to earn a profit or what have you. It's basically its function is to take in revenue and then turn around and distribute that revenue in ways that benefit the country. So it, um, it's, it's different than a, a business per se, but eh, well, we can continue that discussion on down the road. Let's go to Lou and Linden. Hi, Lou. Hi, Joe. Yeah, your first caller and you yourself have stumbled upon a profound truth. Okay. And that is that um, government cannot benefit the people unless government is accountable. Okay. And, uh, and when I was a young man, I dropped out of college in 1971, and I traveled around Canada, the United States, and Europe. Okay. And I ended up in Poland. I visited Poland and East Germany. So I saw a variety of systems. And one thing I've learned is that the uh, communist countries have a distinct uh, tendency because they're one-party system of polluting the environment, oppressing workers. For example... Um, the Russians had a saying, we pretend to work and the government pretends to pay us. And so you end up with total um, oppression of workers and pollution of the environment in a one-party system. When you have multiple parties, like in Europe and America, we used to have a two-party system here, you have accountability because when the bums screw up, you throw them out and bring in a new set of bums to, <laughs> to try to fix the situation. Uh-huh. And so you have to have accountability, and you need a two-party or multi-party system to have accountability. Otherwise, you end up with what communist China has today, or Russia, the Soviet Union had, pollution, oppression of workers, exploitation of people in prison. That's what they have today in communist China and other communist countries. Mm-hmm. So the key, which you and the first caller were were almost on top of, you have to have accountability in government by having a two- or multi-party system to hold the government accountable to the people. Yeah, and I would agree. I mean, the most successful countries in the world, uh, I mean, if we're talking about just uh, standard of living and what have you, and uh, our systems that have multiple parties here we have basically a two-party system uh but other countries where they have but then you have other countries that have a parliamentary system and they require even seems even more cooperation and and um uh you know compromise as you know that one one group gains a majority but not quite enough to govern so they have to gather other, you know, appeal to other parties that might uh, be lean their direction politically. You know, it's it's an interesting process to watch these parliamentary systems. And I'm not saying well, that we used to have two parties, but now we only have the one party in California, Washington and Oregon, the Democrat far left party. Other states have the same problem, like New York State. And you see in those states, you have no accountability or very little accountability of government. And that's where you get the oppression of workers. Uh, the exploitation of workers and the, uh, the rich, corrupt politicians who exploit their power for their own benefits. So, yeah, we have to get back to a two-party system or a multi-party system in our country. And uh, until we do that, Joe, it's going to continue downhill. All right, Lou. Thanks for your call. I Go guess, the, you know, there are states that uh, are you know, pretty much run lock, stock, and barrel by Republicans, too. We have to admit that. And uh, so... so. Uh, let's see. Let's 
quick before well wait I, I have to take another break really quick and we'll be back with more here on KGMI Connects and we'll have time to squeeze in your call 360-676-5464 if you've been thinking about buying the most reliable safest and most adventurous Subaru ever now's the time to test drive a new Subaru during the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event at Dewey Griffin they have a great selection of 2024 Subarus to choose from and you'll love the advanced safety systems comfortable interiors and of course all wheel drive with the ability to handle any and all terrain. Plus, when you purchase a Subaru from Dewey, you'll be supporting a local dealership that supports our local community. From the eight-passenger ascent to the outback and the Forester to the Impreza and the all-new Crosstrek, a Subaru from Dewey Griffin will get you and your family where you need to go safely. Dewey Griffin Subaru, community-minded, community-driven, and the only Subaru-certified tire and service center in Whatcom County. During the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to purchaser or lessee-selected national and hometown charities. See retailer or Subaru.com slash share for details. Don't get stuck inside. Go to Summit Adventure Park, the place for fun, exercise, and birthdays with high-performance trampolines, giant slides, and so much more. Become a monthly member at Summit Adventure Park for just 25 bucks a month and jump all day, every day for just 25 bucks a month. Summit has the best birthday packages in town. Invite all your friends for two hours of fun, including pizza and no cleanup for mom and dad either. And monthly members receive 20% off the best birthday parties automatically. Listen to what Heidi has to say. I'm a grandmother with a grandson I love to spoil. We've hosted his last two birthday parties at Summit, and it couldn't have been easier or more fun. I just went online, booked the date, entered the number of guests, selected a few fun options, and it was done. The staff was awesome that day and couldn't have been nicer. The kids played jumped, ate, and we all got to chill at our reserved birthday table. No pre-prep, no cleaning, and as Lucas says, it's the best birthday present ever. Summit Adventure Park on Meridian next to Home Goods. A change of season is a beautiful thing, but you've got to be comfortable to really enjoy it. Hi, Joe T. And for my friends at West Mechanical, Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Your furnace is back in action as temperatures have cooled down, and now is the time to have it checked by the pros at West Mechanical. An annual tune-up is essential to keep your equipment running as efficiently and as long as possible, but heating systems don't last forever, and it might be time to consider an upgrade. That could be a new ductless system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. The beauty of an efficient ductless system is that it both heats and cools your home, the perfect solution for year-round comfort. And right now, you can save $1,000 on the installation of a new Mitsubishi electric system from West Mechanical. They're the pros I rely on, and they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So whether you're looking to keep your current system running its best, or want to see options on a new way to keep warm and cool, contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. Taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Here we go to John in Bellingham. Hi, John. Hi, Joe. How's it going today? Very good. Thanks for hanging on. Hey, I enjoyed hearing what Rick had to say, and you're talking about uh, about the water issues in Whatcom County. Uh-huh. This has been building up for decades anyway, uh, like about two decades. What I wanted to say is this. You have an expert on that subject right there. Oh, you're breaking up, John. I said you have an expert right there at KGMI. His name is Dylan Honkoop. Okay. He runs the farming show on Saturday morning. Uh-huh. He's had many high-powered guests concerning this specific problem, getting into the minutia of the details. All right. Well, I'll, ta- I'll contact Dylan. We'll get somebody on. Yeah. There you go. Thank right. you. Bye. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Let's go to Jack in Bellingham. Hi, Jack. Hey, how you doing today? Very, very good. Real quick on this whole thing with the water deal. It uh-huh. seems like this is an extenuation of the Hearst, uh, well, it used to be called the Hearst Amendment, then it became a law. 
after they uh, ran it through the Congress of the state, and Governor Inslee signed it. But as far as water rights go, what you should do is uh, look back to what happened to uh, longtime white people that lived on the reservation, and they got sued by uh, Lummi and uh, over water rights. Uh, and in the case of my father-in-law, he had established them in 1961, and they were in court for 12 years. Hmm. Okay. And it, that's a monthly payment and for a lawyer for 12 years. And then they agreed to, they made no decision on that. They agreed to shelf the issue for now. Okay. Uh, meaning that at any time they could just turn around and open it right back up again. Uh, it's it's weird because you're, you're you're playing with people's livelihood, their heritage, and that kind of thing. And you can say all the educated things that it is that you want to. But the simple fact of the matter is they went into it honestly and came by their water honestly. And now... You're trying to take away their livelihood. Okay. When you support that stuff. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. All right. I, and then I'm sure these disputes have not uh, uh, left uh, everyone happy or whole. I'm certain of that. Yeah. That um, these these are uh, it, and water. When it comes down to water rights, it's a it's a it's a wrestling match. That's for sure. But, and a complicated. Complicated system. Let's go to Tim and Everson. Hey, Tim. Hey, Joe. A uh, couple of quick comments is, you know, I called you about two months ago when I got in a, I went off the road. I had a half barrel oh. cat in my car. Uh-huh. Yeah. I checked the box for mitigation for the ticket. Okay. And I went in there. It was a $145 ticket. Okay. Okay. Uh, it got reduced, oh, down to $118. And I'm like, Your Honor, I I mean, I did more damage to my truck, which has cost me $1,200. It would have cost me about four times that if I didn't do it myself. I have pictures of the sign I hit, how I repaired it, all of that. And he's just like, well, by state law, I can only go down to this much. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to learn from a $118 fine for that? I mean, not to let feral cats in my truck? Yeah, well, well, gee, I maybe. don't make a habit of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, I, I don't think there was any reason for them to collect any money from me. I, I made the lady sign hole. And by the real quick, uh, when I was pushing it back up, a guy got out of his truck that just went through the coffee stand. He said, hey, you want me to help you push that up? And I said, well, maybe for a second. And I said, you won't believe how this happened. He says, no, I heard about it on the radio. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how funny. Okay. And then a quick joke for you. And okay. I'll let you go. All right. So there's, there's three little boys, and they're talking about their dads. And the first boy says, my dad is fast. He's, he's an airplane pilot. Uh-huh. And he okay. gets off for work at 5, and he gets home at 5.15. And the second boy says, that's nothing. My dad's a race car driver. And he gets off at 5, and he's home by 5.10. Uh-huh. And the third little boy says, oh, man, that's <clears throat> that's nothing. My dad works for the city. He works till 5, and he's home by noon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Tim. <laughs> Thanks okay. for your call. Uh, I mean, and once again, I think our our civic workers are are um, are laudable. They they do important work. And I'm not. Uh, you know, I told the joke earlier in the show that uh, my dad told me about county workers, in, in because I work for the county highway department back in my in my hometown, my home county, in another state, um, not not Watcom, but um, yeah, uh, but. Uh, you know, and, and I guess we have to remember too that mo- in most situations, most work uh, like um, oh highway construction or that sort of thing. I mean, it's the county pays the bill, it but it hires private uh, companies to actually do the most of that work. You know, we've got work going on in the streets here in Bellingham still, 
uh, get tied up on Woburn and elsewhere. Uh, but uh, by and large, those are private companies that are doing work uh, for the city or for the county, what have you. But um, yeah, so uh, I I do respect our workers. And, you know, I mean, when it comes down to work uh, and I... <laughs> You know, I think what's really chased so much, uh, you know, manufacturing to China and other countries is it's the cost of labor. And I, I mean, I I don't know if uh, if an iPhone were built here, if it were made here in the United States, would it really cost that much more? Or would they find a way to, uh, you know, is is that what the corporation is doing? Are they, you know, padding their bottom line by, you know, going to a place where labor costs are so much less. If they took more of a, of a hit for labor and built those, made those phones here in the United States, wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't, I mean, there's a market value at a certain point, people would stop buying them. I mean, if, you know, I mean, would you pay $5,000 for a cell phone? Probably not. Uh, a few would, but not, not at the you know the mass produced numbers that uh, that people are you know buying these at uh, when they're a thousand dollars, which is already a pretty outrageous price. But they become uh, so necessary for us to function in our society. In so many ways. I know there are a few outliers, and we have many of them who listen to KGMI, and we respect you. But uh, people that don't have internet, don't have a smartphone, there are still still those folks out there, but their, their numbers are dwindling. But um, it just seems that uh, that's what corporations are chasing is, and but still, I would say that if they're going to these countries because the labor is cheap and there's nobody standing up for the labor in those countries, so then they do exploit it. Um, I don't know if there's anything we as consumers can do to change that or uh, if we all have to become activists to help protect those workers in other countries. I, there's no, no easy answers. But uh, I appreciate everybody who took part in our conversation today. That's for sure. Another interesting one and wide-ranging. And we will work on getting a water specialist. To, I'd like to hear ecology's side on this whole thing about uh, water adjudication here in Whatcom County and uh, and get their take. Why is it necessary? Why should we do it now? How long will it take? How will it fe- affect people? Will people have to pay for lawyers to represent them in this? And um, get the details. We'll work on that. And uh, in the meantime, we'll be back tomorrow, 4 o'clock, for another scintillating discussion here on KGMI Connects.